Hello, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jesse Duplantis. And I'm Kathy Duplantis, and we want to welcome you to our chat. Hey, it's a good day today. It's a beautiful day in the so, neighborhood. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm glad. <laughs> I like it when you You know what good. I like about these boardroom chats a lot? I, I get know. to dress as casual as I want, and, and you don't see my legs, <laughs> and you know, you don't know what I have on. <laughs> you know? He's and that's got something on. I, just I won't kinda... let him leave the house without <laughs> something on. You know, I, I got a t-shirt, I just kind of enjoyed it. Well, in the boardroom chats, is designed to be like at the house, you know, we just uh, sitting here and uh, shooting the bull, like we say, we kill that cow, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and learn some wonderful things from God Almighty. And do a little banter. And do a little banter. Yeah, well, that, I, someone said that. In fact, one of the testimonies you're going to read, they said they talk about the banter. Yeah. You know, which means that you mean that we kind of uh, uh, buff I, up I, against each other? We never have used that term. I never used that word, and, banter. And I think I, we do like do that. that. Do this we do one, that? Yeah, it says, you do that. I don't. I mean, but you are pushing up against me. Banter, don't you think? You don't think so? No, it takes more than one to banter. <laughs> okay. I think it's a it's a dual. It's a dual thing. thing. Okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to read that testimony, by the way? Yeah, book? read that testimony. Y'all gave us a new word. We Cajun people. We don't know what the word. I never heard of the word. Banter. We call it chat. Y'all no, call, call it banter. Uh, Some we call people it fighting. call it banter. That's what we call it. <laughs> no, no, I'm just joking. Go ahead. Read it. Read, read the thing. Yeah, Kathy. I partnered with JDM years ago when I was in Washington, D.C., but now I'm watching you from Puerto Rico, and I just shared this message with my son, who is at university in Madrid, Spain. So they're all over the world. Uh, hallelujah. We love your banter, is what he oh, says. Oh, that's good. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Hallelujah. You know, Kathy, when, uh, she, she don't like that word obey too much. You know? <laughs> she kinda, I don't think you do either. Well, nobody does, praise <laughs> God. I guess, you know, those kind of things. I want to talk about something today. And if we don't get finished, we, we can do it. We can do part two, if we have to. Or get to. I've been. Oh, get to. Yeah, <laughs> I've been all over the world, and I've seen two things that are very, very prevalent. Sometimes I have to look for faith, and even Jesus said, "When I come to the earth, shall I find faith?" Right. I and mean, that's sad. Huh? You should have more faith anyway. But what you have in abundance is fear. I've seen a lot of fear in the world. But also what you have in abundance is love. Mm. And I want to go to a scripture that is very powerful. It's in 1 John chapter 4. And it's amazing to me how much fear Christians have of what might be or what was or what's going to be. You know, you know all kinds of different things. Fear. And I heard Brother Kenneth Copeland probably 30 years ago say it. Fear tolerated is faith contaminated. So when he said that, I thought, then we should never tolerate fear because it, it, it contaminates our faith. Well, that's all great and good to know those things, but how do you get rid of it? Get rid of what? Get rid of the fear. St. John chapter 4, I want to read, start with verse 18. He says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love, and the word perfect means matured, casteth out Fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. So what is love to fear? And this will be the title of this here. Love is the antidote to fear. It shuts it out. Perfect love. Perfected love. Now, St. John chapter, the whole book of St. John, 1 John, excuse me, not St. John. 1 John has some wonderful things. In this book, they say God is love, God right. is spirit, God is light. 
So which one at the time, which one do you need? God is love. God is spirit. God is life. Now, if you go to 1 John, I'm going to do a little teaching before we get to get in discussion. 1 yes, John chapter 1, verse, I believe it's verse 5. Uh, yeah. This then is the measure which we have heard of him and declared to you that God is light. Mm -hmm. Says it there. And in him is no darkness at all. So God is light. Now, and I wrote this down on the way coming over here. And I, I want you to see and this. Jesus said, I'm the light of the world yeah. when he was here. One That's of right. I am statements yeah. in John. See, but God is light. Mm -hmm. So now watch this. Now in chapter, I just go back to chapter four of 1 John. It says that God, uh, chapter four, I believe it is, verse eight, it says, he that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. So God goes from light to love. Then if you go to uh, John chapter four, verse 24, you'll find out, I say, I believe it's John chapter 4, verse 24. Uh, no, not 24. It says, God, well, there's God no is. No, there's no 24. No, there's no 24. I made a mistake there. It says, God is spirit. So God is love. That's verse 8. God is spirit and God is light. Hmm. Now, you think about that for a minute. Now, what are those three types of uh, statements? What does it mean? Well, number one, the first one is, you know, that God is love. In the case of the substance, and I wrote this down, the substance of the divine nature. Personal, conscious, intelligent spirit. That's, that's what God is. See, that's God is love. And the second one, it says this, spirit, that indicates the perfection of that nature in knowledge and purity. Hmm. And then number three, when it talks about God is light, it shows the benevolence of the divine nature to us, his creatures. So he, he puts light on us so that darkness not can be a part of us. So I want to talk about that first. But we have to go to this one that God is love. Now, to get rid of faith, Get rid of, excuse me, get rid of fear. You, it, you got to cast it out. It will not leave. You have to literally put your, spiritually speaking, put your hands on it and just get out of my house. Because mm -hmm. perfect love casts out all fear. Now, how do you perfect love? What is your definition? How would you perfect the love of God in your life? Um, well, the Bible tells us in the book of Romans that the love of God has been shed abroad in our life. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's been poured into us already. Mm -hmm. And the recognition of that is really transformational. It's, it brings, it helps you to understand what you're really made up of. God is love and he has poured himself into us. And so uh, the way that we um, grow in love and reject fear is mm -hmm. what I believe is mm -hmm. that you just... Just let God come out of you. Spend time in, in His Word. Mm -hmm. Spend time with Him, mm -hmm. and then you'll become a reflection of Him. I, I know that when we, uh, you know, as when we, we're raising our kids, we don't want our kids to hang around with kids. Oh, no, they're going to be a bad influence on you. Uh, no, you don't want to hang around with a kid that's a known, really, if you have a child, you want to protect them. You want them to uh, develop the good characteristics, good habits. So you try to shield them and protect them. And so the same thing is true. You want them to have good friends. So we are affected by the people we hang out with is what I'm getting at. If we hang out with God by staying in his word of God, and that's how you hang out with him. You pray, you talk to him, but first you right. also spend time in his word. It will affect you. It, you'll begin to realize who you really are and how you... Uh, should act as this new creation in Jesus. Does well, that, know, did I answer your yeah, question? Yeah, that's good. It was a long one, but you answered it. <laughs> that's good. See, love and fear coexist only where love is not perfected. Yeah. That's come that coexist. See, it's not perfected. And perfect love casted out all fear. Now, to the way I look, how I perfect my love, it's actually done with a little, in our life, with the word time. 
Mm. You see, you spend time, time. That way, right, when we first got was... married, I think you loved me when you married me. But you think I did? I think I did. I don't know. You know, huh? you know what I'm saying? I, I mean, told all, you, you all the no time. Man, was... No man ever knows the deepest, darkest depths of a woman's heart. Let's just face it. You know what I mean? Because you could be married to somebody 100 years, and all of a sudden they'll say something you never thought they ever thought about it, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think as we grew older in our marriage, and I'm not talking about my age, I'm talking about in years of being married, that love was perfected. And being perfected, what do you think? You understand what I'm saying? I do understand you it. Know? And you know, for the, I, I, you had to know I loved you because I was always saying it. But you know, I've been around people who say it, yeah. but they don't really do it. So well, love is action. it's not just about how you speak, but it's how you act. So they have to both be together. And it's important to say it, you know, right. and uh, we've had a lot of discussions about that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's impo <laughs> as important. That was a shot to, right there. I just want y'all to know she right gave across, me a little shot. Right across, yeah. no, but since we have perfected love in all these years, I, I took the hit. <laughs> and but the you, hits you just see, keep on coming. You see, you're assuming. <laughs> That's that the what banter. I'm about, the banter. You're assuming I'm, go I'm going there, but I really wasn't going there. You wasn't there. going there? No, because I'm saying right. that even though you sometimes don't say it as often as I would like to hear it, <laughs> and I think I might even... <laughs> not know how to handle if you did it every day the way I tell you. But the thing is that uh, I, you show it, and you show it in lots of wonderful ways. And uh, Well, say one. <laughs> come on, brag on me a little bit. Come on, come on. <laughs> well, that took care of that conversation, didn't it? <laughs> she didn't said a, a word. <laughs> I was trying to give you a compliment. Okay, I'll go give it to me. I'll so take it. <laughs> okay, well, you, uh, may, you often you'll say it, I'll say... I'll say I love you most times. I'll start it, and then you turn around and say me too, or you just say, "Yeah, I know." <laughs> That's not the answer I'm looking for. I, I so, understand. And you're teachable, so you're doing better. Remember Sometimes you've you even started it up. I remember we. I mean, this doesn't happen a whole lot, so I remember it clearly. We were. I think we were in the movie, watching a movie, and you looked at me and you said, "Kathy, I really love you." And you started giving me like three or four sentences about that, and it's like, I think I was in shock. And so, but it was really beautiful. What to me, because, love is action. Because it came from the heart, and you know what? It, it it's that's what matters. If it come, well, I know what's in your heart, do whether you? you say it or not. Yeah, I believe I do. Okay. <laughs> okay. Most of the time. Most anyway. of the time. Yeah, love yeah. is a, is a real thing. I remember you preached a sermon years ago that said, uh, "Love, what what's, what what's love got, got to, to do with do, it?" Got you, to do. That's that that uh, Tina Turner, Tina Turner song. song. And you used that as a title, and you said, what's love got to do with it? And you answered it and said, absolutely, absolutely everything. Everything. So That's love right. is integrated in everything. God so loved the world. It's why he sent Jesus. And he wanted a family. It's why he created us in the first place. Amen. And when Adam and Eve messed up, uh, he had a plan for redemption. So he sent Jesus. And anybody that believes in him sure. can receive that love let it be it'll be poured into your heart yes. and you'll be changed i know that that's what changed you so miraculously mm -hmm. the moment you asked jesus in your heart you didn't realize you were asking for love to come into your heart no i had no god concept. is love so, so when you ask god to come in your heart you me, ask him love to come in your heart let me explain why that's good i stuff never right would there. say that okay. yeah guys it's good stuff i got it uh why i never say that much because i was raised all my life growing up because i happened to be of the quote, male species. I was born a species, a human it's a being. gender. Every a gender, species whatever. is a human you know. being. I tell him this. she goes with the banter the again. And, uh, you're, okay. you're the human being is your species. <laughs> yeah. You're but, a gender as a male. Okay. Okay. All right. Lesson. Uh, we were told. Here endeth the lesson. <laughs> here endeth the lesson. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's from another movie. Okay, that's another movie. <laughs> we watch movies a lot. Uh, 
the reason why I never would say it was not because I didn't, is that that was considered weakness in my family. We didn't have a lot of affection in our family. Now, everybody knew everybody loved each other, at least I thought so, that's but why, you never spoke it. Right, that's why you're so shocked when he came over with my family, because everybody's kissing everybody. Oh, God. He that, didn't that, like, that, he couldn't have it. Kathy, family had all them no, wet lips. My, only my great, wet lips. They always kissing you, man. Just, kiss, just wet lips. <laughs> I used to hate that, you know. But they all got to kiss each other. I didn't like that other. either. I mean, God, if they went to the bathroom, came back, they had to kiss each other. Like a dog, you know, they just come out the house. <laughs> you know, they, no, they loved each no, other. Now, there he's so exaggerating. <laughs> you know. But it is funny. But she had to teach me. Then one time she got so mad at me, this woman here, she said, don't you ever tell God you love him? And I said, he knows. Now, that was only like a year ago. <laughs> but he's a work in progress. A work in progress. She <laughs> wants me, you know. Do you have something to say? And, but that was funny. Do you have something to say? I said, what do you want me to say? You know? Oh, and I didn't. I know that was your answer, but I'm wondering, what did, how did that really impact you? What? Impact me on what? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So uh, when you said he knows... I know well, you tell he does, God. He knows. I know you tell God you love Him. Do you? Have you ever heard? I know heard you me? must. <laughs> have you ever? I would heard be shocked you? if you have. No, why would I hear you? You're talking to Him, not me. Yeah, that's true. Well, yes, I do. But I find this that love is more than words; it's action. I think women like the. I guess faith come by hearing. Love don't come by hearing. Love is action. You know, love is this. You know, or something like that. You know, you can just tap someone. Yeah, a little is something it? like it. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, don't that make you feel good? Like Chris is there. When Luis caps you on the shoulder, walking by, that makes you feel good. See, that's an action thing. See, well, faith come by hearing. See? And so you can't mix up the two. Let me help you. (laughs) uh, But I have to go back to that. And um, this is not an excuse because I think we should say it a lot. Don't misunderstand me. There you go. There we go. See, but my whole point is that... uh, I don't know my point. No, <laughs> no my whole point is... What's love is, got to do with it? Yeah, what's love got to do? Absolutely everything. Is that you flow. People see more than they hear. And so we were told growing up, and that don't make an excuse of it, that you are, you're a man and you handle things and you don't show weakness. And there's no way love can be weak in any way, shape, or form. There's not a weak thing to say, I love you. That, that, that's silly. But we were raised that way. Now, a lot of men my age know what I'm talking about. A lot of women don't because, you know, women, women are always, you know, you, you always kissed the lady, always hugged her. Most men, they didn't do that. You shook each other's hand. You see, right. so it was like there was always distance for some reason or another. But you got to understand where, let me say, fear and, and love coexist. Oh, wait, let me just say this. Love and fear coexist only when the love of God is not perfected in your life. Hmm. Now, I want to read verse 18 again. There is no fear in love, but uh, can you read that in a different also translation? I just translation? grabbed it in the Amplified, so we're but going to But perfect love casteth out fear because fear hath torment. Well, we know it does. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. Read that in the Amplified. Amplified says there is no fear in love, and it has brackets. Dread does not exist, but full-grown, complete, perf- perfect love turns fear out of doors and expels every trace of terror. For fear brings with it the thought of punishment. And so he who is afraid has not reached the full maturity of love, is not yet grown into love's complete perfection. That's that's wonderful. But that's a point of mine that I wrote. It's really good. Coming over here, I wrote this. Perfected love banishes fear and produces holy confidence. You see, once your love has been perfected, you become very bold in that. Mm-hmm. See, 
and it produces that holy confidence, you know, which is boldness. Right. And you know, that next verse really says it too, which you verse said. Verse 19. Verse 19, we love him because he first, first loved, loved us. So that us. love comes from God. And when we receive that love, we become an expression of God. We are able to love. We can't love really in, the, in a proper way without God's presence in our lives. Because right. he's the one who is love, well, who's he taught us that. It. Even people that really don't know God yet, but they've been raised around people that have expressed these love, that lo the character of love, they're different kind of people. I mean, they're people who grow up when they never hear a kind word in their whole life and they're always attacked. I mean, there's a lot of dysfunctional people in the world oh, because God, they've yeah. grown up in horrible circumstances and situations. But people that are around uh, godly people, people who yeah. understand that, uh, that we're to, to express love in this way, it changes the next generation. Amen. So, so we have to realize that we are called to reflect God's love, not just receive His love, but reflect it. Be Amen. an expression of Him in the earth. Well, cast a don't cast a reflection on Him. Be a reflection of Him. And that's what we do. I know you and I, as when we, even before we knew God, when we received Jody, our, our, our child, I mean, we just, the love that we had for her was just in us. God created us oh, yeah. to be a, uh, like Him. You know, we're created in His well, image I, and His likeness. Whether you, even before you receive Him, you were created with this um, potential to, to express God's character, you know, you, I you, think. You bring up Jody. I, I'll never forget, you know, the first one to ever touch Jody was not me, was Kathy, naturally, because, you know, she birthed the baby. And then I, I, I not, they wouldn't allow me. I mean, and then the nurse took the baby, brought it to the nursery, Cleaned I guess, clean the baby and do all that kind of stuff like that. Doctor. But I'll never forget it. And, and I'm going on 75 years old now. But when, and I was 21, 20, let's see, I was almost 22 when Jody was born. To make a long story short, I married her, I was 20, uh, 22, yeah. When they put that baby in my hand physically, it's something did this. It locked me down. Bam! I realized, and I knew I was her father, but there was something that. It became not only that's my baby, an action. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking in my mind, I gotta quit this crazy life of mine, and I gotta, I gotta make a life for this child. Mm -hmm. And you know what, I was just thinking while you were saying that, uh, we were looking at her face, looking at her, her form, and I'd say, oh, look, Jesse, that's the shape of your face there. That's how your jawline is. And so we're looking at things physically that are uh, alike. When you have a child, you do that. But in the same way, spiritually, God looks at us, and we, we should be looking at ourselves and see things in us that look like God, yes. his character. his Because God is a spirit, like you said, and those that worship him, worship God him in spirit. God is spirit, spirit and they that love him, uh, worship him in spirit, spirit and, and truth. truth. That's right. See, and uh, that's what I was trying to get to that verse there a while ago. When you understand what that means, you see, and, you know, and, and that love has been totally, completely perfected. Like for Jody, I mean, Jody was at the house the other day, and she's 52 years old, I think. Yeah, she just, uh, and, and she just thinks she's old and she's not, as far as I'm concerned, you know, but I'm just saying, and, uh, but it's stronger today. But do you know, I can still see her in that little, what do you call that thing that put babies in there in the hospital? I think uh, it's a bassinet. A bassinet or something like that? A little clear, look like, like a tray like something. Tray. <laughs> yeah, I call it a tray. It looked like, you know. And, uh, but I mean, and the way she would sleep, and I would notice different things. And it's just amazing how I'm in her and you are in her. Our DNA, if you want to call it as such, is there. Well, ladies and gentlemen, God's DNA is in us, mm -hmm. on us, around us, 
and for us. Do you understand that? See, that's why he says God is love. So perfect love casted out all fear. See, if you let love, in fact, what love will do will clothe you. Mm. You, you, could, you hear people say, that is a wonderful person. Well, you know what they say? That, that's a lovable person. You know, Jody said, that, Jody, that is, she tells me this all the time, Daddy, you have no idea how many people love you. And I say this all the time, well, I'm lovable. You know, and we all laugh about it, but I mean, what happens, I mean, you, when you see someone that you enjoy being around because they've let love clothe them mm-hmm. and from top to bottom, you know, from head to toe and everything, see? And that, that's why fear can't get in there. Mm-hmm. It can't coexist because perfected love, and that's done by living it, by time. You know, yeah. as you grow older in the Lord, you should love him more. Right. You and see, you I have to that. learn to experience those wonderful. Same thing with your own marriage, same thing with your job, mm-hmm. same thing with your friends. Jesus said, you know, Jesus said a friend stick it closer than a brother. Now, how could he say that? Because if you got a true friend, love is, uh, uh, is, is, is perfected in friendship. There's all kinds of love, you know, but I'm saying it's perfected in friendship. You see what I'm saying? And it's amazing to me uh, how much people don't really realize how powerful love is. Yet most people think it's a little weak, you know, and things of that nature. That, like Kathy loves musicals, movies. Me, <laughs> and I'm a musician. I love it. But it blows my socks. Here's this man looking at her, and he just and she looking at her. All of a sudden he goes, oh, he starts singing. I said, that ain't life. <laughs> I'm not him. Oh, and that, that just drives me nuts. And Kathy's like, yes. <sighs> she just enjoys that. Do you remember that song, uh, The Sound of Music? The hills are alive with the sound of music. Okay, Julie Andrews. I'm trying that? to follow you. The, the, uh, the captain, I can't yeah, remember I his name. But he was sitting, and finally he began to kind of, he was kind of hard-nosed, but he began to kind of show his affection. So, man, he's about ready to say, you know, uh, that he, he loves us, like that. and then he breaks out into a song. And I think, that ain't right. <laughs> I've never seen anybody do that. Sing to me, dear. Sing to me, dear. Yeah. <laughs> they don't know what they're no, what we're talking about. That's a about. joke we have. <laughs> and we're going to so, keep it uh, private today, you know, because that was another person we knew. Uh, well, yeah, well, let's just say it. They don't have to say a name. They okay. were on a date, and this friend of ours was yeah. so blown away because she regularly would sing in church. She had a beautiful voice. She had a beautiful voice. And when she was on a date, this person who she didn't marry, because he's kind of crazy. And so he <laughs> said, he looked at her while they were in the car, sing to me, dear. Sing to me, dear. <laughs> She's not got, she, she didn't, of course. I don't think she dated him again, but that's what we just, she told us about it, and now every now and then we'll do that. Sing we'll to have me, to dear. sing to me, dear. I mean, it's amazing. It's an inside joke. But the wonderful, and I see people that, uh, I, I've had people say, how do y'all, how can y'all go to church so much? Let me tell you how. Love. Love. It's not religion. Religion is not lovely. Mm. Religion is a theological wilderness. It's a garden of weeds. People have been killed more over religion than anything that's ever happened. Yeah. Because it's not love. Right. A personal experience with God, to know Jesus, just not just to know about it. So when we go to church, we get to worship him. Well, you worship things you love. Right. You see what I'm saying? You do. And it's, it's a wonderful thing. Now, before I was born again, I wouldn't darken the door of a church if I could help it. Ever. You know, I always liked the way a church looked because I thought they were, you know, beautiful edifices, beautiful buildings, things like that. But it's far. But I was dead inside. So the only thing I could bring into the church was deadness. Mm. See? And, uh, but when. You know what you had? Instead of perfected love, before you know God, you got perverted love. People have a twisted idea of what love really is. They use people. 
they're selfish and self-centered in so many ways. Mm -hmm. but, so that's perverted love. Mm -hmm. But perfected love is, is God's way of loving. And of course, uh, I think it's 1 Corinthians chapter 13, I think it yeah. is it chapter 12. The greatest 12? of all things is love. It starts giving all the things what love yeah. is. I'll look it up. Yeah, and it's, it's so powerful. And, it, and I, I never realized how empty I was until God filled me with his spirit. But by filling me with his spirit, he filled me with love. Right. And I thought, my God, I mean, I didn't realize how much I could love or how much I was loved. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's chapter 13. I want to read those. Yeah, this go ahead. describes God's kind of love. You know, it's, it's so beautiful. It's, the people read this at weddings many times. And he talks about, um, let me read it in the... Uh, the new, uh, maybe the, I've never read it in the Passion Translation. Okay, Let's we'll do it in that we'll Whatever. The Passion Translation talks about perfect love. That's how the heading is. It starts in First uh, Corinthians chapter 13, verse 8. Perfect love never stops loving. It extends beyond the gift of prophecy, which eventually fades away. It is more enduring than tongues, which will one day fall silent. Love remains long after words of knowledge are forgotten. Our present knowledge and our prophecies are partial, but when love's perfection arrives, the partial will fade away. When I was a child, I spoke as a ch about ch childish matters, for I saw things like a child and reasoned like a child. But the day came when I was matured, and I set my childish ways aside. That says a little That's differently. Amazing. That's a yeah. beautiful phrasing, well, though. You see, like I said a while ago, you know, when, all I had, I was dead inside till I got born again. He says, I, 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 I had a dead spirit. I didn't understand that. Then when Catholic got born again, I'll never forget that. Uh, way back there in Minneapolis, Minnesota, um, you had changed. Now, I knew Kathy, my wife, but something had happened. Because she, even, even though she was a very nice person before she was born again, she was dead inside too. I was. Now, I'm going to show you how dead I was. I never saw sin. Never until I got born again. I just did whatever I want to do. Now watch this. What made me recognize sin the minute I got born again? Love. I thought, my God, man, wait a minute. If I really love, I wouldn't do that. Mm -hmm. You see, right. I, 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 you see what I'm saying? If I love God, I, I wouldn't do that. Or if I really love my wife, I wouldn't do that. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Because, but I did not recognize that until I was filled with the Spirit of God. Mm. which is the love of God. Right. And when you think about that, it, 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 and then he gave me the grace of God. And again, just, he's been bestowing gifts and the peace of God. Right. I mean, you can go through the Bible, and it's amazing, man. You just, it, it, was, it filled up warehouses <laughs> of all the wonderful things that God has given us. Right. You know, love is the better way. And I, I started reading in verse 8, but I really should have gone back a little farther. I want to read it because it's so strong. Sure. That's okay. I want to actually go back to verse 12 in the, in the last, verse 31. It says, but you shall constantly ball over with Pat. Anyway, it talks about, now I will show you a superior way to live that is beyond comparison. 13 verse 1. If I were to speak with the eloquence in earth's many languages and in the heavenly tongues of angels, yet I didn't express myself with love, my words would be reduced to the hollow sound of nothing more than a clanging cymbal. Yeah. And if yeah. I were to have the gift of prophecy with a profound understanding of God's hidden secrets, if I, and if I possess unending supernatural knowledge, and if I had the greatest gift of faith that I could move mountains but have never learned to love, then I am nothing. 
And if I were to be so generous as to give away everything I own to feed the poor and to offer my body to be burned as a martyr, without the pure motive of love, I would gain nothing of value. Verse 4, love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refuses to be jealous when blessing comes to someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements nor inflate one, its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect nor selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love joyfully celebrates honesty and finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter for it never stops believing the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat for it never gives up. That's, That's the Passion Translation. I've really never read that passage of Scripture in that translation right. before, but it's really I like what really it said, beautiful. love never gives up. Never gives up. And you know what? God never gives up on you. You know, so you walk good. away from Him. Now, I know the Bible said He will not always strive with a man because, you see, it's kind of like, and I, I have to just say this. You notice once they took prayer out of the schools, education has been going down ever since. The morality of mankind began this. Because, you see, when you take it away from children, see, it opens a space for Satan to come in. Right. And then before you know it, all you got is nothing but immorality and everything else. And after a while... Uh, you use a person instead of love a person. You know, there are places. And all kinds of things of that nature. You that, see what I'm saying? That's right. And it's terrible, and that's what we have today. There are actually societies that teach their children hate. Yeah. I heard about, like, I think it's in the, uh, what, what, over there, and I forget what country it's in, and Hamas well, it, and all that. Oh, yeah. They actually in send Palestine, they teach their children, children to hate the Jews. To, like, you would send your kids to summer camp. They send them to these death camps, basically, where they teach them to kill, to kill and to hate. And they're in, now, you indoctrinated know, in hate. And it's satanic because and the Bible says the thief comes to steal. And you see the results of that kind of life. Yeah, they and, don't value life. Yeah, and it, it's they, satanic. Yeah. He comes told, to steal, kill, and destroy. and destroy. See what I'm saying? God, Jesus and, came and, to give us life. It's just sad, you see, because that love is not perfected. What they, they are perfecting something, and it's called hate. Mm -hmm. Because the opposite of, of love is hate. Mm -hmm. That's what Satan, he hates he has no love whatsoever. He can kill a kid. He can kill anything. He just do it. He don't care, see, at all whatsoever. But see, God, for God so loved the world. God has a better way. That he gave his only begotten son. Now, you know, I, I, we need to close out right now. But we're gonna, I'm going to do something we've never done on the boardroom chats. And I want everybody, and we're taping this right now because, we, you know, we have to go out and preach something like that. I want to go to another one we're going to do. So, and, uh, and, and we're going to be in the same clothes. We're taping it. Is it going to be part two of the same subject? The same part two. Because what you're saying, there's so many great things in here. Mm. And uh, so uh, I, I, I thank you for watching today. And, and we're going to talk about some of the uh, yeah, wonderful this... testimonies you mm -hmm. gave us. But we're going to do it on part two tomorrow. That love is the antidote to fear. Okay? Yes. So, I mean, right now we're going to close out. And uh, next, you, next week you're going to see us in the same thing because we're taping part two of it. we don't want to interrupt we, the flow We don't this. want to interrupt the flow. So this is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you. And first thing, let me say this. Thank you, partners, for yes. allowing us to do these programs without your faithful financial support. We could never do this. I have to say that. See, that's love saying that. We, thank you. Yes. I mean, there's no other choice. And if you want to be a partner in our ministry, and I hope you do, you can go to jdm.org. That's our uh, wonderful website. And you can give that way by hitting a donate button. You can use PayPal or text to give if you want, or use the JDM apps, select the giving, or you can mail in the donation. 100% of what you give goes in the world evangelism. Why? Because we love people. Yeah. We don't 
It doesn't come to us. 100% goes to that. So I hope you pray about becoming a partner. Or even if you'd like to give a seed today, what a blessing of God, the anointing of increases on us. Now, I'm going to tell you, next week we're going to do part two of this, but we're going to be in the same clothes because I, I, we don't want to interrupt this flow, okay? So this is Jesse and Kathy saying we love you, and we'll see you next week. God bless you. Bye-bye.